Hey, hey, people. Maeve here. Back for another episode of Maeve Reviews a Thing. This is episode number six, Hades. And just before we begin, I'd like to thank the two people who, for some reason, have listened through this thing in its entirety, and the five people who listened to the first episode. What are you doing with your lives that you are listening to something this bad that's recorded on someone's shitty headset? when they were bored. I I just want you to question your life choices. Don't mind me. I'm sure you're all wonderful people. Anyway, this is a re-recording because I was a goddamn genius and had my mic on mute for the entire recording of the first. Well, the first time through. Anyway, Hades. It is a act... A f- game full of action, a roguelike, that's published by Supergiant Games that I have, over the course of six days, stunk 23 hours into. I have a lot of free time. And I mean, might as well do a review on the thing that's just kind of consumed my life over the course of several days. I don't even know how it ended up like this. Like, I thought I'd play it and it'd be alright, but like, I am now emotionally invested in this story. I haven't even finished the story. I've played 23 hours and like... Wow. It's not because it's like Skyrim and there's all this side questing. It's because it's that goddamn difficult. Like, it took me I think almost six hours to clear it once and you need to clear it nine times to finish the main story and I want to finish all these side plots as well and get all the unlocks because this game has challenged me. Gameplay is good. It's your basic hash and slash. You got a bunch of different time-appropriate weapons to fight with, as well as the goddamn machine gun, because someone decided that. There are seven weapons to choose from. I think it's seven. Anyway, you got the sword, the shield, the spear, the bow, the fists... And the machine gun. Okay, it's six. I got it wrong. Mm. Shut up. And, yeah, as you go along, you'll get... You, as you do runs, you'll get currencies that you use to purchase things to make your runs easier and better, and you'll get further and further. There are four stages with varying levels of difficulty, and if you think that the stage that you just were on was tough and you get to the next stage... You are in for an ass-whooping, man, because ho, 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 ho. Every stage is just a massive hike in difficulty before you get all those attack buttons, and you understand you need this kinds of upgrades before you get to that stage. Wow, man. I got it, like, the first time I got to the third stage and went up against the boss, he just smacked my ass around that room. That those two, it's, it's two enemies as a boss, and that's not a thing you've had to deal with up until now, and they just smack you around. <sighs> but yeah. Eh. This game has uh, incredibly great story writing, and like, the dialogue is 
very natural. Apparently, Supergiant Games do a lot of games with great characterization and story, which means I'm gonna have to check them out, and you may hear reviews about them on this uh, little podcast of mine. You also might not. I mean, I've got a lot of games that I can review, and... Yeah. you. So, you get upgrades... They're, the types of upgrades are upgrades on your weapons, or upgrades on chances of things happening. There's upgrades that change the layout of the underworld that you're tr- currently trying to fight your way out of, and you die repeatedly and just get resurrected in the underworld because you're already dead. So, that's a thing. Uh, there are also these upgrades that you get by giving people nectar. That you get these trinkets... Well, they're not trinkets, they're keepsakes, but they're little trinkets, and every single one has a different buff. There's one that buffs health, there's one that buffs the amount of lives that you have in each run, because that's the thing, you have Death Defiance, which means if you get killed, you'll resurrect with, like, quite, like, half health at most, generally. I think it's half health. I haven't looked at the percentage in a while. And, like, there's also one that increases defense from the front, but you take more backstab damage. And it's just... It changes the game style immensely. Every weapon has a different play style, and, like, you think you're not gonna enjoy a weapon, and maybe for a while you won't, but then you'll upgrade its aspects with some uh, stuff. With Titan's Blood, interestingly. You upgrade the aspect. My advice, don't use the ma- the first version of the bow. Use the second version because y- it's just much easier to use, and the bow in itself is probably the most difficult weapon. I'd say the easiest weapons weapon would probably be the shield because you can block, which just completely means you don't take any damage from the front, and you can just ram people with that, which is tasty, tasty, tasty. And as you go through the runs, there are upgrade items in the run. Uh, There's the Daedalus Hammers, which completely change the way that your weapon works. Uh, I got one, there's one for the machine gun that makes it so that instead of you needing to reload, it only fires in bursts, but you can infinitely fire in bursts. Uh, There was one for the fists that just makes it so you're... Uppercut is an explosion, because that's how uppercuts work, obviously. Uh, You can also get blessings from the gods, which add elemental effects and things like knockback or crit or debuffs to your attacks, which is tasty. My advice, though, is avoid the Aphrodite ones, because she gives you the debuff weak, which... You know, you'd expect a debuff called weak to mean that enemies take more damage, right? No, not by default. By default, it just makes it so their attacks do less damage. Which, I mean, is nice, but it's not... Great? However, you can get a second, much rarer blessing from her that means any weak enemy is also more susceptible to damage. But... It's rare. Although, there is... This one... You can get... A blessing from her that means any weak enemies have a fifteen have a chance to be charmed, and that 
a ch- in the double boss fight, you charm both of the bosses, and they just keep slamming each other with attacks, and it is just beautiful. But yeah, Hades. So, uh, I haven't actually given a basic plot outline. So the basic plot is that you're Zagreus, the son of Persephone and Hades, and you're currently trying to battle your way out of the uh, out of Hades, which is what the realm is called in Greek legends. I don't know if it's technically called that in-game. It's probably just the underworld. To see your mother, because... Sh- reasons. You haven't ever seen her. And she left... So, it's complicated, and and it's spoilers. You have to beat the game nine times to completely finish the storyline, which I haven't done. I've beaten it three times in 23 hours. Tells you something about the difficulty there. It's gotten to the point where I actually think I need to take a break from this game, which is rare. That happens usually like way later amount of hours. Like in Borderlands, where... (sighs) Wow, I don't even know how many hours of Borderlands I've played. But it's a lot. And Dragon Age Inquisition, which I I recently got on the computer, and I just realized that, like, if I'm going to play it, I'm going to have to mod it so much, because just, I, I've gotten so bored with just the playing it. Like, I've just done it too much. I need to add something to my game. (laughs) I've gone off on a tangent about a completely different game in my review podcast. Anyway. Hades. One of the best games I've played in the last few months. I I rate it top marks. It gets gets a shiny gold star that it's probably going to try and beat you to death with. So yeah, anyway. This has been Mave Reviews a Thing 6. I don't know why you're listening to this. It's really bad, but later, loser.